well do you know our Lieutenant Governor, Will Ainsworth? Well, you should stick around and find out because he has a lot to say about Alabama. He's bullish on our state and he's an interesting conversation. So stick around. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, he trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. I am one of your hosts, Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with me. Allison Sinclair is as well. Don't forget to go to the, wherever you download your podcast. Give us a thumbs up, like us, and remember that we are powered by 1819 News. You can go check them out at 1819news.com. Sign up for the daily detail. Yes. And the newsletter where you can find out all the things that are going on in Alabama, not just politics, but sports and news in general. But how are you ladies? Good. Well done. You made it. Good. I you made did. it through on the first try. Like that through it, Scott. That is, yeah. is not you. I usually do well the first I mean, it's been time, a whole but I've, year, I've been stuttering, and, and time. I don't have coffee or something. You know you what? I drank a Dr. Oh, Pepper. Did you? You're zero. ready? Zero. I'm ready. What is in a zero? It's just Nothing. like embalming no calories, fluid. But yes, no embalming calories. fluid, and aren't you glad for it? Well, I mean, y'all look good when you're dead. I mean, like a week later, they won't have to do anything to y'all because y'all will be like, <laughs> so perfect. Perfect. all the chemicals yeah, will be awesome. Absolutely. Be awesome. Hey, should yeah. we introduce our guest? We have a very special well, guest I mean, he's today. He's probably wondering if he even wants to stay he's, on the, right stay now, he's on the program. This. He's, he's like, like what am I doing? Lock the doors. Our guest is who? Friend of mine for a number of years. Friend of everybody in the state of Alabama, I would say. Will Ainsworth, Lieutenant Governor of the state, is with us. Will, how are you? And thanks for being with us. Yeah, great to be with you all. So, yeah, thanks for the invite. Good to be <laughs> here. And, um, He's forcing yeah. that one out. No, it's <laughs> the truth. Yeah, no, it's, good it's, to be it's with not. You no, all. it is. It is, for sure. So, no, I appreciate the invite. Appreciate what y'all stand for and look forward to talking about issues in the state today. Yeah, absolutely. Great. I appreciate so. you coming on. I really do. And I guess Allison had to be here as well. But uh, I mean, I'm here every week. It Sorry. Does, it does seem it like you're stinks. here more than every week. It's like, well, like I feel like Abs, I you were you. gone last week. Did I you have gone. a good trip? We had a great trip. And when you're gone, Abs, I miss you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like when your parents made you hang out with your little sister and you get stuck <laughs> together. That's how Scott so felt last week. We um, it was our twenty fifth anniversary yeah. in <laughs> May. Dang it. And Chris planned a trip for us and we went to the Abacos for um Did you swim with the pigs? I did we didn't but Wait, you know, isn't that where you do that? It is, or is yeah, that not? It, it is where you swim with the pigs. However, I thought that was a we had sea <gasps> turtles, literal giant sea turtles near us in this little slough behind where we stayed. And the people, this is crazy. This is how it all ties in because you'll know these people. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> they are the Heathcocks from Talladega, all right? And they years ago invested in homes in Abaco. And so we met and had dinner with them, but they had a machine business in Talladega, Alabama, mm -hmm. and then ended up just moving to Nashville. But they fell in love with that area and they were like, we're going to have rental property here. They and so like they settled did. it? So they, they're they in their seven, or he's in his 70s now. Okay. But we connected with them so through another Alabama is family. The it's an out island the of the Bahamas. We okay. were it's a suburb near of the Grand Bahamas. Bah it was a suburb of the Bahamas. Okay. Right. But it has so sea turtles and swimming pigs. It's like living in Shelby County <laughs> as opposed pigs. to Birmingham yeah. City. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. Well, it's interesting you bring up that they're from Talladega yes. because did anybody go? I went to Talladega to the race the first time this weekend. This weekend, really? which is okay. 
Also, insane. I feel like my example was like, it's like you tell people that and that's like living in Paris and saying, I've never seen the Eiffel Tower. I mean, uh, yes, I felt kind of like a loser, but y'all, I had a blast. So Did you, you really? It was so much fun. We drove past it on the way back from that the Atlanta count. airport. That and I was count. like, there are a lot of cars and campers and things. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's time to like the grand marshal of the whole thing. No, I wasn't there. I went to the uh, race before okay. and right. got to do the whole test drive. And oh, the, did you? The boys on went. The we had a blast. Oh, that and actually, got, awesome. that's when Fox News was there. And I was on Fox News that morning. Oh, it was and, raining that day. Yeah, it, I think so. At some a point in time. Yeah. But it was, you know, they were out in full force at six in the morning barbecuing Drinking all kind of things, you know, having fun, orange juice. Cool. Having yeah. cereal. only right, milk and right, orange right. juice. But um, it was yeah. good. I mean, it it's was a great uh, event. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. So you but waited. You till loved it, it. You waited till it went well. Well, and I then will you say. Went. I will say it's in. Well, we we so C J McLaughlin Laughlin, and it actually was the Xfinity race that was on Saturday. So my husband's. Oh, and this is where the story ties in. That I have to tell you about okay. the super cool thing that I did with your mom, which is bizarre. Anyway, we're gonna try tie all this back together. So my husband's company sponsored, they had their logo on a car with CJ McLaughlin. Okay. Oh, cool. And so we got to go and see the car and go on the racetrack and sit in the pits, like literally above where they, you know, oh, and yeah. Those little yeah, yeah, okay. And Great it was sound fun effects. because- What was that again? Which one was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Literally, yeah. when they get out there, they, the pits crew, it's funny because like in between, there's nothing to do unless you're pitting. And so they're like hiding behind the wall. They're like on Instagram- and then, you know, stage one is about to end and they all they all get up and start stretching. Have y'all ever noticed that? No. They literally no. go like you can see the one guy who has to do the zzz, zzz. Yeah. You see him go one, two, three, one, two, three, like in, in no way. way. Yeah. Look, all I've ever seen is Talladega Nights, so I don't know right. anything about this. <laughs> but it was so cool because then I guess the geeky engineer comes out and me and we started timing it, like how long the leaders were in front. And I don't know. I've never thought it would be interesting. It was really like, I want to go back. Really? Yes. <gasps> okay. Wanna, April, to... we should take a field trip. We you should take what? a field trip. Hi, if anyone is in charge and you could give us tickets, that would be <laughs> that great. That would help tremendously, wouldn't well, it? Anyway, but it'd be interesting. Amy Beth, you need to go. So, I mean, you would like I, the I've NASCAR race. Amy Beth might be a little more like me, though. So. I'm like, wow, this is a spectacle. It's great. It's awesome. It looks awesome. 18 laps in, I'm like, oh my gosh. No, we stay until the very <laughs> end. It's like tennis where they're really? only yeah. serving. It's like Okay, look, if they get me around food, if you can explain to me, like that kind of thing would be something that I would notice. Like, how long does it take like why are they stretching but then the problem right. is i'd want to go and ask them questions mm -hmm. and then and i would make them. them bad at their job and then they would get <laughs> no, fired because no. so they're over there talking to you while the car is parking a minute. and put me on the top like in a folding <laughs> lawn chair out where the right. people don't actually pay for their tickets mm -hmm. let me go there and and just kind of do I it think that way it's like baseball and your boys play baseball it's like Baseball is so boring to me until you have a child that's playing and then you kind of get into yeah, okay. the game. And now well, there, I'm like, there, oh, there I is a that. lot. Anyway. It's right. There's a lot to it. But I didn't we mean to spend this much time on But you know what? I was very <laughs> impressed with how many people were there because we were literally trying to figure out what race was this weekend because we're like, oh my gosh, there's all Amy, these that, cars. that's embarrassing. Right. But I mean, well, it was because I mean, was she had it, been at the. Uh, I was in the Bahamas. Bacaracas or whatever it was. Uh, you know, suburb. I was gone. I know. I don't, and and I, don't I was like, wait a minute, it. that's this weekend? I thought it was in April. And then and I was like, you said, uh, I'm glad the race is not over. Or got we'd it. Be I'm dead glad stop the race at the is interstate. not over. Was, Did you, you grew up in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your family is all from. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my dad's from um, down here, went to Huffman. My mom went okay. to Hoover. And then I grew up in oh. Boaz. And so. Did you grow up going to Talladega? I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So. 
So yeah, I think so. When your mom was at Hoover, let's see, that would have been it would have been Barry. Yeah, I was gonna say it would be yeah, Barry. So high she graduated '74 from Hoover okay. and then graduated Auburn and or actually Montevallo '78. My dad graduated from Auburn okay. in '78. So very good. Well, give us yeah. the whole story. I mean, we've been talking about Talladega. Yeah, I didn't mean to thanks go. Thanks to oh, no, no, I mean, she, so she, Boaz High School. The place yeah. of the original pepper, what was it? Uh, West Pepper Mill, whatever. Remember oh, yeah, the, the outlets? outlets? Yeah. The outlets Y'all had the outlets. Right. Y'all got the first ones. Yeah, so, I mean, as far as you want to hear my story about me, kind of yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, so, you and the outlets. Yeah, I mean, so the outlets have crashed and burned, <laughs> right, unfortunately. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, they don't exist they in don't, Boaz anymore. Um, but, yeah, at one point in time, I mean, uh, Boaz had, like, million-plus people coming a year to shop. It was a huge mm-hmm. industry back in, you know, 80s, early 90s when, you know, mm-hmm. when I was growing up there. So dad moved up there to start a business called Progress Rail. He moved there in 82. I was mm-hmm. one. Um, I actually, you know, grew up I lived in Homewood for a year. Then we moved there. I don't remember mm-hmm. anything about it, but it's great, right? right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, Use it to your advantage. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a Homewoodian, so, right. Um, you know, he started a business, uh, bought a um, – him and his first cousin bought a business. A, um, you know, they basically took railroad ties, cut it up, sold it down the road to a company called Mueller that mm-hmm. makes the fire hydrants. If you yeah, well, I did work at Mueller one time. You know, Albertville's mm-hmm. fire hydrant capital of the world. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – yeah, there you go. There's an interesting fact. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, anyway, okay. so dad and them supplied them the scrap, right? You know, from and then so they just diversified in the railroad industry and you know grew it to a you know huge company. I mean, if y'all remember when President Bush, you know, went to be laid to rest in Texas, there was a locomotive that pulled him with you know a, you know basically had a image of him on the side. Their mm-hmm. company manufactured that. And okay. so, yeah, through a company called EMD that was owned by Progress Rail. So I grew up in the railroad supply and service industry, got great parents. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, my mom is probably one of the most passionate people in the world for life, right? And, I mean, they're both, you know, solid Christian people. And, right. uh, you know, so they help plant our church. Our ch- church is a uh, church plant at Briarwood. Okay. And so, um, and then, um, so I went, grew up there. I went to Boaz up until my, um, into my sophomore year, went to Westbrook down in Gadge to my junior and senior year. John Crawl is a friend of ours and mm-hmm. taught us into going there. So I went there, then went to Auburn, met my wife, Kendall, at Auburn. She's from Tupelo, Mississippi, okay. and um, met her actually at a formal. And she was a coyote. I was a Fiji down there. And then we ended up getting married. And right after college, went into youth ministry at our church for, you know, I guess two and a half years. And, right. Uh, Kendall's got like a gift with children. So she was a preschool teacher. She's amazing and really gifted there. And so worked in the Even Start program in Marshall County. That's a Head Start program. And so did that. And then I started a business called Dream Ranch, a commercial right, hunting and right. fishing lodge. And that kind of, so my off days at church were Saturday and uh, Friday and Saturday, which you don't mm-hmm. really have off days in youth ministry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ball games right. And all right. that. But I guess that was my off day. So we started building our business there and doing hunts and just started off small. And we had some property and it kind of just took off. It grew and Lord definitely blessed it. And then, right. um, so yes, they did that. And then it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't do both well, right? I felt like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm in youth ministry and that's really more than a full-time job. And right. so ended up going just volunteer, helping with youth ministry, subbing, we didn't have somebody and all that. Right. And so um, then Dream Ranch took off and we started the Tennessee Valley Hunting and Fishing Expo. Um, and so I think through being involved in that's how I got involved in government at all because the regulations impacting our business and so we started and having to go ask for permission yeah, to do this, permission so to do that. So we started the Alabama Deer and uh, Alabama Deer Association. <clears throat> I just was the executive director of that just for free, you know, just to help our industry. But I remember having to go down and lobby Montgomery and get legislation passed and try to help our industry. And, uh, you know, it was just an industry that's highly regulated. And so that's how I got involved in the political world. And then I'm. Um, 
let's see. So then we had um, Hunter and Hayes were born. We had twins. It took us a while to have kids, but we finally had kids. So we got married in uh, 2004. In 2010, we had twins. Uh, okay. They're awesome. And uh, so they're twin boys. So they're yeah. 12 now. Yeah. Okay. What now? I said, so they're 12? They're 12. Yeah, they'll be 13 in January. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so they're, uh, you know, full of energy, great boys, love outdoors, love everything sports. They play football, baseball, basketball. Um, you know, unfortunately, all our kids are believers. So that's an answer prayer. And right. uh, then we got a daughter that's a huge blessing. We'd love for y'all to meet her. I mean, she's mm-hmm. just a bundle of joy. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what I think of when I think of her. She's just happy. Right. Like my mom, if you right. kind of you remember her. Yeah. You know, yeah. My mom's like one of the most... Uh, I tell everybody that it's not Steve Marshall or I that's the most popular person in Marshall County. It's my mom. <laughs> it's your mom. You know, right. and so, so if your mom turns mom, on you, you're done. Yeah, I'll yeah, be. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm doubt. But I'm not going to win. So, but Addie is, uh, you know, I think. How uh, old is Addie? So she's uh, just turned 11. Okay. And so they're okay. 21 months different. So it's almost like having triplets, you know, yes, right. Yes. Them. And um, so, but yeah, I mean, greatest joys definitely in my life is being a dad. I love being a dad and being involved. And, you know, if you notice on social media, even though I have a busy schedule and we still own a lot of businesses you know i try to make it a priority to be at my kids sports and arrange my schedule around that doesn't always happen right. but i just kind of think back to you know you got one chance to be a dad right right and i just want to make sure they know that hey i'm gonna and when you're them. old we're not coming to see you the people in montgomery aren't coming to see you but your kids will you mean all my fake so, friends are yeah, all your fake friends are yeah. you're yeah. the smartest yeah. greatest guy ever uh, we love you right hey, i right. got a lot right. of fake friends <laughs> a lot of them have to be lobbyists so yes, yeah exactly that? right but, um, he understands yes. it so oh yeah no doubt um so yeah that's that then um let's see we have a real estate business a construction business and been blessed on that um and then you know i've always liked outdoors we've been involved mm-hmm. in the outdoor industry uh i'm out of those businesses now but still mm-hmm. love hunting and fishing with my boys and, and my daughter mm-hmm. too Addie goes and she doesn't necessarily kill anything but she goes and right. hangs out well, so, which is awesome that's really loves good. It. That's is that because she's part. a bad shot or she doesn't want to kill anything she just doesn't really care i don't really? push it she's you know but like, she's hey, all about going hunting like, is about the fellowship for me most yeah. of the time anyway so yeah, absolutely she, um so let's see what else. And then politics, how to get involved in that. I never had a desire. So I wasn't involved in like SGA. So your dad, I wasn't, nobody in your family was in No, politics. not at all. Okay. I mean, like. Did in, you go to college knowing you wanted to be a youth minister? Um, not really. Okay. And so I interned in, while well, I was in college, at, at, you know, as a youth, um, youth intern. And then um, really enjoyed that. And just the discipleship aspect and just the life on life. And then um, kind of got... Um, you know, I guess my junior year, they, you know, a senior pastor at church said, Hey, you know, would you consider doing this? And I said, I'll oh. be honest, I've never thought about this. So Kendall and I were engaged at the time. And well, so well, you were engaged as a junior in college, uh, probably my junior, senior, senior year, year, something like that. Yeah. And we got married right out. So like, Southern. Yeah. So I mean, literally, I was 23, she's 22. Mm-hmm. We were okay. young, right. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so, um, and then, um, yeah, so we ended up praying about deciding to do it, but not at all. I mean, I got my degree in marketing, always thought I'd go work for dad and his business, and then he ended up selling the Caterpillar, so that closed that door Right back when I was probably a sophomore or something. And so just trying to um, – but I'm so glad I did it. I mean, I think just looking back, just um, you know, the impact. I mean, there's still students we see that right. you know, you're able to right. pour into. And so we started like a really cool thing um, called Grace Fellowship Sports Camp. And uh, really, and so that was just the idea of, okay, I love sports. Why don't we take, and I served on the FCA board, why don't we mm-hmm. take that and turn that into a ministry? So we started that. Now FCA runs them, and that's how I got connected with Rick Burgess, because that was okay. right after his son died. Right. And, you know, asked him to come be a speaker, and then 
we kind of just hit it off, right? Right. I mean, and like right. I love them. I mean, Hunting, so fishing, awesome. yeah, outdoors, just, yeah. Sports. And I mean, and he's such like best friends. Yeah, he's kind of like a guy like Dan Roberts, right? Like when he gets to you, like, hey, what have you been reading your Bible? What's God right. teaching you? You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it's real. I yeah. mean, right. you know, and like it's not like, hey, how you doing type thing. And right. so, um, got to know him, and then we kind of decided to do. Um, Hold on, let me make sure I tell you about the sports thing. Okay. So that was um, – because that was cool. So that we started that sports camp and, you know, brought in guys like that, Danny Werfel, you know, just mm-hmm. godly um, men and women that have been impacting sports. And so then now FCA in North Alabama runs that, and they do camps in Huntsville, Coleman, Albert. Well, that all started from our church when I was a youth pastor there. And it was just we did That's it there. That's really good. They wanted to partner, and we said, sure, whatever. Then we eventually let them start running them, mm-hmm. and the church just assists. So. That was cool. uh, a neat, you know, legacy thing there yeah. that God used us, you know, on that ministry. Uh, and then um, the and then so on the politics side, you know, never I wasn't involved in SGA. I was involved in leadership or fraternity, but I was really mm-hmm. focused more on like I worked while I was in school. I worked mm-hmm. at the bank as a teller and was focused on okay, what can I do to make sure when I get out, I can provide for my family. That was my right, right. Concern. How do I get a job? And yeah. so yeah, yeah. you know, and How so are we I, not homeless? Right. Yeah, and so that was kind of. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. That was my politics biggest, wasn't on the list. Not at like, all. You get paid I mean, like I mean, forty thousand dollars Like, so I grew up very conservative, right? I grew up mm-hmm. with that. So I'm unique, and I grew up with a dad that's probably one of the smartest business guys in our state. I mean, he right. took a business that had two people, and they grew it into multi billion dollar. I mean, he's a genius right. when it comes to business. And then I grew up with a mom that's you know. Uh, probably impacted more people and spoke to everybody in our county about abstinence and mm-hmm. you know what you can you know and about life and adoption and so um, for me being a conservative is just how I was raised right I mean you know and uh, from fiscally you know from a Christian standpoint right. and it's just uh, who I am and so I always voted Republican I've never been anything but a Republican never. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not an option, right? I mean, right. Like, right, uh, right, right. I mean, you know, it's just not. Well, I mean, there are a lot of used to be Democrats that are now Republicans in Montgomery. Right. So well, you're they're still kind Democrats. Of, well, they're still, they just have an R now. Right, right. So they're that's good. You're a no, I've always, and my parents you're have always been Republicans, you know, right. and that's just who we are as a family. And so um, let's see. So then how did I run for office? So I got a call to run for the House of all people, mm-hmm. from Mike Hubbard. Okay. And I knew him from, yeah, this is interesting. I'm trying not yeah. to giggle. And so he <laughs> okay. called and said, hey, it's I want okay you to run do. for the house. And okay. Kendall and I prayed about it. It was a neat story. So, and I was like, you know. Was that you, in 14? This would have been in 13, right before 13. 14. Okay. Yeah, it would have okay. been the 14 election. Okay. And uh, I said, man, Hunter and Hayes were three, I guess. And right. Addie was one or two or something, you know, whatever right. she was, I guess one. And I was like building businesses. And I was like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. And like Kendall is um, – you know, not political at all, right. just great mom, you know, real involved in the church, uh, you know, great spouse, but like not involved politically, which right. I'm good with, right? Because, right. you know. Still. Just, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, so I, I can imagine, I don't know her, but she's like, do we have to go to reception? Right. She's not into yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, she's more about like real meaningful conversations right. than small talk, <laughs> right? Because right. so like her like, having to go do like small talk have, is right. like... Yeah. Right. And torture, yeah, right? I mean, you know, yeah. she would rather sit down and like right. talk about life and like right. kids and like you know. And so well, like she, I've asked them and I've asked my wife. When you go to one of these receptions and you say, "Oh, it's, it's so nice to see you," or "Good to see you again," does that count as a lie? Because I really can't stand that person, right? Um, but I guess not. So your wife kind of sees it the same way as mine. Yeah, she and so uh, and then we had small kids, business stuff. And I said, "Hey, thanks, but no thanks." And right. then um, there's okay, a guy at this time. Out. Why did he choose you? Like why? All right, so I knew then. I can tell you exactly why. So, yeah. uh, well, I so we. Had, I mean, not that he shouldn't. Oh no, <laughs> that's I mean, not what yeah. I'm implying. Right. I'm just curious, like why? All right, so the connection with them was we had the Alabama Deer Association, which is mm-hmm. supported 
um, candidates, mm-hmm. you know, okay. so I had been involved that, but okay. not at all thinking about running. I not was just yourself. Sick of, yeah. Right. You know, people being in office. And you're an Auburn guy. Business. Yeah. And I mean, it I doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. When no, it came I'm to Mike. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It helps. Okay. Yeah. And so, so checking the list. Talked to Kendall <laughs> and there was a guy at the time that was discipling me. It's actually on the API board, Rob Grubb. And, uh, okay. you know, still one of my best friends and Rob was like, Hey, you know, you ought to at least pray about this. And I was like, well, okay. You know, mm-hmm. and so I talked to Kendall and she's like, uh, like absolutely not. Like, you <laughs> right. know, like, I, I mean, like we got too much going on. Cause we did. I mean, you right. know, like yeah. small kids, like people don't realize like how tough it is to serve an office with young kids. It's not mm-hmm. easy. I mean, right. at all like, uh, it's a lot better. I think when your kids get older. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but, um, we prayed about it. She didn't know I was praying this, but you know, Rob and I, when we were meeting said, okay, you know, our prayers that if I'm supposed to do this, Kendall's going to be like, I should do this. So I get ready. I get up early. I get up, mm-hmm. you know, four 35, I'm out the door by five 30 or six and get work. And so I was getting, and Kendall gets up early too. That's kind of her time before the kids get up. And, you know, she reads her Bible, does her quiet time, drinks her right. coffee, just chills, whatever, right? right. I mean, you know, it's kind of. it's a fleeting <coughs> moment. Right. You got it like is. 30 minutes. And I sure y'all can relate to that as moms yeah. a lot better than we can. It's, but I mean, so that's like kind of her thing. You know, yeah. she wakes up at 427 every morning. I don't know why 427, but that's when she wakes up, right? And not 430. That's funny. Yeah. But, you know, and so um, I'm usually up sometime within 20, 30 minutes of that. Right. Um so I was getting ready to go to work, and this was when I was at Dream Ranch, and we had hunters in, and she's like, hey, I want to talk to you. And I was like, hmm, what have I done, right? You know, and she's like, I think you should run for office. And I was floored, and I said, why? And she's like, well, I was doing a Beth Moore study, and there was two things I was worried about. I was worried about persecution, and I was worried about our kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible said in the study that she's doing says, you know, we're going to be attacked as Christians, and I was worried about you know, people, and she still to this day, she got off social media just because people are vicious and you know, right, that's true. and twist things. And so mm-hmm. she's off social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that was what she decided to do. Yeah. Lieutenant Governor's race, smart woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, and then on the kids, the lesson was missionaries were trying to decide whether or not to go in the mission field or not, and they were worried about the impact it would have mm-hmm. on their kids. And um, and the lesson was that God's in control, not you. And so mm-hmm. she's like, those were the two things that worried me, the impact it'd have on our kids, which I honestly mm-hmm. can say it's been a positive impact on them, honestly. Right, and, um, right. and so looking back, right, in my eight years. And then, um, you know, so anyway, that's, so she's like, I think you should run. And so I called Tom. I was like, hey, I'm in. I'm going to run. There's already somebody in there. Right. I called Rick and some other guys and got Rick up. And we did a big event. And we scared the other Republican out. Right. And, like, uh, and then I ran against a liberal Democrat that you'll know. Jeff McLaughlin. Oh, yes. Yes. Like most now I remember Democrat. why I was wow. so happy when and, I met uh, you. And yeah, I like Jeff, but right. he's... No, right. I get it. Like, everybody was like, oh, well, we love you. Not because of you, because you're right. Jeff. Right. That was kind of... And Jeff is not a bad guy, but he he's really a leftist. Oh, yeah. And I mean, was, he really and he, legin- genuinely believes all that stuff. Wow. And so yeah, he does. And he, uh-huh. you know, he doesn't take campaign contributions. And right. Tries to make himself as like Mr. Rogers and a, right. a moderate type guy, but he's not, right? right. No, so, he's really left. And he had lost four years before to West Long. West decided mm-hmm. not to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so anyway, we ran. It was a war. I mean, mm-hmm. AA spent 350000 against me, but we right. whipped them. And we beat them bad, like 60-40. Right. And so anyway, that's so how I remember when that. When Kendall comes to you and says, you need to run, are you excited? Are you relieved? Yeah, are no, you, I was excited. So like, God had already prepared your heart. Yeah, I was, you yeah. There, and I think I wanted you, to, but I wanted to make sure she was on board. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I wasn't going to do it unless she was. Because that's and a so, family decision. It's a whole right. thing. It's a big one. No, for sure. And then for lieutenant governor, uh, I got in the house and was a um, definitely like 
quickly, uh, Mike and I got on different, I was talking about Speaker Hubbard at the time, you know, got on different sides because I was kind of one of his like. I think I told you when you got elected that you're going to end up on a different side. Right. And I and think you really? looked at me like, no, these are my friends. They were all on the same page. Right. But it doesn't I mean, take long. No, yeah. I mean, I was disappointed, to be honest. Right. I, mean, I really was. I mean, mm-hmm. I looked up to him, thought he was a great leader. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then the first thing that really disappointed me was Governor Bentley had $800 million in tax increases he wanted because our general fund was flat, if you remember. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're not raising taxes. I mean, you got to be right. kidding me. Right. We all campaigned I mean, campaign against that, raising taxes. We slayed them. I mean, we right. knocked them down to like where they did the cigarette tax and then the, mm-hmm. you know, it was the um, tax on nursing homes. I think it's like a hundred million. So we knocked about 700 million of that down. And I say we, there was a group of about 20 or 30 of us. And there were some senators too, you know, mm-hmm. that, and then, you know, we helped kill the gas tax. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, did a video. I remember y'all doing all, that. I mean, and then, you know, when, then when I go run for Lieutenant governor, all these guys, you know, it was payback, right. They wanted mm-hmm. to beat me and try to smear me. And, and they did. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, um, talk, you know, my mom, right. Yeah. I mean, one of the yep. kindest ladies ever. I mean, so we're sitting there at the uh, hunting and fishing expo in Huntsville and all of a sudden, there's a running for lieutenant governor, long shot, right, mm-hmm. against Twinkle and Rusty yeah. Glover. And right. Rusty was ahead of me. Twinkle's way ahead. I was right. you know, down there like a dead person in name ID, right. 6%. Right. But then we started moving up because we worked hard. We were able to raise mm-hmm. money, get our name out. And then all of a sudden, we did a stupid prank in college. We thought it'd be funny to take those tigers and hide them in a house, you know, as a right. fraternity house. And right. It really wasn't funny at all. But we right. thought it was at the time. Was, wait, right. wait, wait. Like, are you saying so, that in the they used cage? to have real no, all right, no, no, so no, the, no, these were the porcelain life-size tigers that were down around Tumor's Corner. So, yeah, those tigers. So, Only a college boy would be like, this is a great idea. Oh, yeah. No, we <laughs> thought it was awesome. Let's so, take right, a highly breakable. Right. Alabama fan. I know right. nothing yeah. about okay. these. So. All right, so okay. they were there, you know, kind of like, uh, I think they have like Just, the bulls in Chicago, you know, they're all in <laughs> okay. the city. Right. So they have these right. life-size tigers as a fundraiser. So we were like, they had this thing at Auburn called Amnesty Day. And in college, I was pretty straight-laced, but we were pranksters, okay? Right. I mean, like, we definitely did some stupid pranks, right? right. And so we thought we were going to pull the greatest prank at Auburn, take these tigers, hide them, get them back on Amnesty Day, and then high-five. Woo, we pulled it off. Well, we got caught before. Right. Oh, my. And Shocker. So, yeah, right. and so we got charged with seven felonies <gasps> because they considered the tigers the donation value, which was $3,500 from alumni. So I like I can remember now. I called Dad. I'm like, Hey, uh, I'm gonna have a problem here. You right. know, like right. he's like, What do you mean a problem? Right. I was like, Well, we got charged with seven felonies. So ended right. up they all realized it was a prank. We right. do community service, Habitat for Humanity, pay a fine, which my parents, you know, I give them credit, made me pay the fine back. Right. No, I agree. And then um, what else? Have to write an apology letter, which I was, you know, like right, this was dumb. Right. Well, all right, so now fast well, that's forward. That's fair, though. I mean, that's so please bring that out. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So oh, like runs it on. I'm sitting there at the. I'll never forget it. At the Embassy Suites, we're doing our hunting and fishing expo. Right. I had Jace Robertson there, Michael Waddell. You know, like it was a big deal. I'm sitting there at breakfast, like six thirty. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is my Church at because we had a thing like where I used to be, it was called the church app. I used to be right. like in a pew, and I said, and then it has that, and it said, you know, it has starts off with that, and then it transitions to, you know, a felon, right? right. And it has a picture of me getting arrested when I was like 19, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And it didn't say that we did tigers, it said right. stole, you know, right. whatever, seven thousand dollars know, stuff more than something, that, yeah, 20 some thousand, right? Right, and then also, then it said, but it gets worse. He also got arrested in Jackson County for a, um, you know, I was like, what is that? I mean, I would remember if I ever got arrested. And so I called Steve Marshall. I'm like, Hey, 
Like, how can they say I got arrested when I didn't? What did I do in Jackson County? Right. And, you know, and, and he's like, oh, that was a boating ticket. And when you sign the citation, that's considered an arrest. So, I mean, I guess I've been arrested a lot because I've got a lot of speeding tickets in my life. Right. And so that was the other one. So from that, I got Kendall. And, like, my mom was furious. Mm-hmm. I mean, she literally mm-hmm. was like, whatever I have to oh do to make sure she loses. And because uh, right. we just thought you that was a little unfair. Yeah. And, right. uh, I mean, it's look, I made a so mistake politics, as 19-year-old. Right, I no, I agree that. with that. I shouldn't have done right. that, right? right? Foolish. You know, but, I mean, a lot of people did But we do stuff. stupid stuff. And so well, when because we're it young. all was true, you know, I mean, like everything right. is right. technically right. true. But what then was you the don't rest of the story the on the boating thing? I never understood that just a, then. All right, so all it the was. The boating speeding ticket, like not no, going I mean, too so slow the boating on the, thing, on the I was driving my parents' boat uh-huh. and um, ended up, the ticket got dismissed, but they didn't have the stickers on the side, even though they were sitting in their house instead, and I just took their boat out on the lake. And so I got pulled over. But I was. Because you never get pulled over for not having the stickers because they're never out there. Right. So and that's so what I know. What so I remember is I was led to believe it was yeah. something like driving intoxicated. Oh no! <laughs> and it was stickers on the side of the I mean, boat. Yeah. I've never wow. had any of that. No, stuff. I mean I yeah. agree no, with you. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying it was that. So anyway, so we what but, happened but their, was but their effort to make people jump to conclusions. So, but that's what so get did. this, it got dismissed. Right. Right. So I went and I like and we had the sheriff up there wrote, hey, it was a from not putting the stickers on there when the judge realized they were sitting in his parents' house and they right. simply, I mean, we paid for them. Right, right, which is the, all they yeah. really care right. about. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. care I mean, that they're on there. On there. We're I get it, wrong, but, the, but, but the problem is I mean, they want you know, to pay and for so right. that got it. So anyway, so then I ended up, I was like, I called our consultant and said, look, you need to, and I went to the Huntsville Republican women, and everybody's like, hey, what's this about you getting arrested right. and you know, being a felon? I'm like, because my team said, hey, just let it go. If you respond, you're losing. I right. called them back. I'm like, oh, no, no. Right. This is yeah. my reputation. I right. am not going down on this. They're going to know the truth. Right. So we got a flatbed truck that we have, you know, that we use on the farm. Mm-hmm. And I called somebody that, uh, you know, I knew you had one of those tigers. And they right. let us borrow it because they were mad, too, because like, right. this is crazy. Right. And then we pulled Was it people it. that you had you their tigers before, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, was it like legit? Oh, it was one of the ones you took. It's in my office in Montgomery right now. They let me keep it because they were mad because they were like, this isn't fair. you know. And like, And then I got a boat, a bass boat, and got signs made that said, Twinkle's a liar. And I went to every media market in the state with Kendall there beside me, mm-hmm. and we just spoke truth and said, "Hey, right. this is what happened. Like, if you don't want to vote for me because I stole a tiger, at this point in time, right? You know, this was in the runoff. <laughs> this is the greatest right. story right. ever. Right. Yeah, and gosh. like it's a war, right? Yeah. And right. I mean, they thought they were going to knock me off, right. and it backfired. I was going to say the argument and, can be made that doing that helped you win. Yeah, sure. Wait, no, it right. did. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. For, I mean, because I'll you tell you this. You have to go out with those kind of things and defend right. yourself. No, I, mean, I was mad. Well, I mean, I was people like, I don't pay care attention if I lose or to not. The rest. I'm at least going to, you know. And so I felt good because I mean, I'd called into Rick and Bubba and they were like, right. you know, like trying to help me. And I mm-hmm. knew we were coming back from Mobile. It was a whole day, right? The day before right. the um, runoff, you know, election. And we were driving up the interstate and with this, you know, probably looks weird, flatbed, yeah. tiger. You know, we hit every, I mean, I was trying to get it out to everywhere I could. And all of a sudden, people are honking, giving thumbs up. I'm like, she's toast. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, like, so, I mean. Right, we're going to win. And just because I don't think most people, look, there's still some people that certainly, 
you know, judge me on that and whatever. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done it. I mean, I get right. that. But I think most people realize, like, okay, poor right. judgment as a 19-year-old. I probably did some things, too, that weren't wise right. at 19. And right. and I use a teachable Actually, moment, I think it's though. kind of I mean, funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go down and you're going to lose, don't let it be for a tiger. Right. Like, right. like yeah. just go out, defend yourself. Yeah. Stickers on a the, boat. That, yeah. I'm still like, surprised I, they charge you with seven felonies, though, because... That's a lot. But then again, they're chasing the quarterback down there for, what, evading police with a scooter? I'm Wait, right. what? What, is the, what is the yeah. deal with y'all's law enforcement? I, I just another thing. It's another so, thing for another show. Wait, the quarterback. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like recently, all the sports people know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's <laughs> you know okay. I'm talking about. That's I do. Okay. Yeah. He does. So, he does. So, but, it's all good. But I know. So I'm ended sure up getting you, elected, and then that's how right. it got to today, right? I mean, right. end up and then up for re-election, and was fortunate to not have a Republican or Democrat. Right. I did end up drawing a Libertarian right. that I don't think has raised any money, and right. I, no, I, don't, I haven't met. I have no idea. I haven't met her. So I don't even but know who still it is. Working hard but that's a lofty so. goal. Like you, you're in the legislature for four years, and then you decide to run for lieutenant governor. Like yeah. what? Mm-hmm. You, I can you, answer that. Why? Yeah. I didn't like being one of 105. I wanted to change Makes a things. Huge it's like difference. I don't want to do this forever. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm different from a lot of people. I, I don't. I don't think career politicians are good. I, I really don't. And so, do you mean like you want to get out of politics, or do you mean you want to keep moving up the ladder? I think. Well, for me, my uh, goal would be to get to governor and change things in our state then i'm headed back to the private sector and so right. i don't really? like there's a no lot of people to want to me to run so there's for, a term no, limit and a time limit for you correct yeah i'm not going i'm there's so many people want me to run for u.s yeah. senate right before right. katie was in before other people were in you know before right. mo was in you know i mean everybody wanted me to run I was like, no i'm not running i don't want right. to do that like my heart yeah but they all want to be governor and what now <laughs> Yeah, half true. of them saying, "Do you want to run for U.S. Senate? Want to be governor?" Well, no. I mean, for me, <laughs> I just them think. Do. I mean, it's how your style. Want I mean, you but, to run for something else, absolutely. But Katie Britt and Mo would not want to be governor. That's not what he said. Oh, what, no? I thought that's what you said. No. no. Yeah, I mean, no, anyway. they were. I mean, so for me, it's just. I mean, look, there's people that I think are certainly gifted to be great senators. You know, um, you know, and obviously House members. I just am more of executive branch. This is what let's do. Let's get it done. Um, and I, I kind of think everybody's got different skill set and yeah. God-given abilities. And so for me, it was frustrating just being one of 105. Mm-hmm. It really was. I yeah. mean, you know, and I mean, I could get coalitions and I was good at that and we could stop stuff. But to get like, I want to like, if I'm going to do this, right, you've got one life to make a difference. You better make it. I want to like really change things for our right. state and be like a DeSantis, you know, mm-hmm. right. and like, bam, like get some stuff done and like mm-hmm. move the needle. And then when I'm done, feel like, okay, good. I actually did some great things for our state. Not just I got to governor or whatever. Right. Then I can go to the house. But I don't want to go to DC. I mean, yeah. like, I think there's, I want good people there and I think we need them. My gosh, more than ever. But that's not for me. Right. Like, I mean, no, so, I agree completely. Yeah. I mean, imagine being a U.S. senator and it's as bad as being an Alabama House member. I mean, right. One of a hundred <laughs> is. Right. I mean, it's almost impossible. Here's the question When you were in the House, how did you handle it when somebody that recruited you to get there, you're there, and then you end up on opposite sides as both of you have been? Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? constant withering like what are you doing man i thought you were one of us I, yeah. you really gonna do that like real like how how do you do that you yeah, run and, for lieutenant governor and you well <laughs> yeah i mean for me i think it's just how i was raised i didn't care right i mean you know i mean mike hubbard didn't define who i was and so for me i was going to stand up for truth and what i thought was right and the last thing i thought we needed was a bunch of tax increases and so right. for me you know 
I didn't disappoint him. He disappointed me, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's the one that if he wouldn't have been in that situation, probably would have said, heck no, we're not doing this. Right. But because mm-hmm. he was in that situation and he knew Governor Bentley was going to testify, he had to appease him and try to take the easy rate way out instead of fixing government. It's just, well, it's just a tax people. I mean, are you kidding right. me? Like, that's the last thing we need to do. There's so much waste in government and uh, things that we could cut out. And, and don't, don't believe that there's not. I mean, there is right yeah. now, today, still more right. things that need right. to be cut. I mean, so... I think Alabama still has more uh, government employees per capita than any, yeah. than any other southern yeah. state, and people don't people don't realize this is that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You don't love that? <laughs> well, we got a lot of, we got a lot of folks uh, doing something. <laughs> I know you've got a whole list I of did, questions. I, like, go I, after. I, it. I told you yeah. when we were walking in, I was like, I feel like I have Oz. Like he's come out from behind the curtain, and I get to ask him all the questions about how it all works. Yeah. But like my first question, I think this is so important. So I was saying, Lieutenant Governor, that office is so important but nobody knows what you do. Correct. And right. nobody knows how important it is. So kind of tell us, I mean, if you want to go from one out of a hundred to just the one, you chose the office. I mean, and I would argue that at some point, maybe Lieutenant Governor was even more powerful than the governor. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So what do you do? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because most people, to your point, yeah, they know I've, you know, drink Diet Mountain Dew. They know I have kids, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, they know like, you know, I'm most people, they know, know I'm conservative, right? <laughs> Um, so first I preside over the Senate, which is important, just like the speaker does over the house. Now to your point, it used to probably be more powerful than governor. And then the Democrats stripped that when Steve Wyndham won Lieutenant mm-hmm. Governor. Um, whenever that was, I forget. I can't remember when I think that was. was. I was there. I was there. I think so it was what changed? All right. So they took some of the, all right. So, but they're still, um, have power of the gavel, right? Which is powerful. All right. Meaning that like when the abortion bill came through, we gaveled it through and ran over Democrats and mm-hmm. you know why? Because it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that was a game changer. And look at what happened, right? You know, you got Supreme Court race, and so out of anything I've ever done, I mean, that's lasting. I mean, my gosh, I mean, that's going to save yeah. a lot of lives in Alabama. Really proud of that. Um, you also have the ability to assign bills. So you know, senator introduces a bill, we decide what committee it goes to, and uh, we try to do that fair and not let politics get into that. But um, you know, if you wanted to, you certainly could send bills to committees to die. We don't do that. We try to just say, okay, what is the bill? And just, you know, what is um, the content? Where does it need to go? And let the process take care of itself. That's how we handle it. Um, and I've instructed our staff to do that when they're assigning the bills. Um, you know, as far as, you know, I mean, if I wanted to, Scott knows this, I don't have to call on people. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have to. I mean, we try to call on people and make sure we're fair and what we're doing. And we've done that, but I don't have to, I mean, you know, we could work with people to adjourn. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I've been, I've been there when it's been unfair and and so stuff gets uh, stirred up quickly. Well, I mean, so, and then, all right. So other stuff is Lieutenant governor, right? Then I have probably a thousand appointments that we have to vet. That's probably something most people don't realize. that's really important. Um, All kind of different commissions, agencies, boards. So I think I have a pretty huge role in making sure we vet to put, strong conservatives that represent Alabama values, what I consider Alabama values, right, on those positions. And so that's something that's real important. And we have a lot of appointments on stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so, you know, that's a huge responsibility that we spend a lot of time on. It's not something we talk about. It's not something I like, you know, put on Twitter or, you know, that. but I mean, my gosh, that is a huge role that we've got that uh, makes a big impact, right, on all these different, every board, agency, commission, you know, um, I'm also part of the committee of assignments. So I decide, you know, along with the Senate leadership, you know, what members get what committees. And uh, we're involved in that. Also, the leadership meetings on Wednesday mornings. And so, you know, obviously can influence, you know, the direction 
the Senate goes um, to a degree. I'm only one person in there. Um, let's see what else. So that's that. Then I'm also, you know, uh, part of the executive branch, right? And so my roles there are somewhat limited. Well, actually, a lot limited. But uh, you know, so but there are some areas we work that are really important. Um, so we're chair of the Small Business Commission. That traditionally had been under the governor's office, and then Governor Ivey asked us to take that and run with it. And so we've done that, and uh, just because of my background in small business. Uh, we have the 21st Century Commission on Workforce Development that we um, you know, work with. And so my goal is to make Alabama the workforce engine of the Southeast. And um, you know, there's 55,000 high school students a year that mm-hmm. graduate. Um, honestly, there's a lot of that. 65% of those students end up not getting a two- or four-year degree. Mm-hmm. All right, so that means we got out you know, 20, 30,000 students a year that are graduating that are not going to two or four year college. How can we get them trained for a job? So right. we better get them in high school. Right. Right. And so we got to do right. a better job of that. So we're working on a plan there to really try to, you know, fix education in Alabama because it's all about test scores and about going to college and all that. Well, they're not going to college, all of them. Right. So how do we get that fixed? Um, let's see, I've been national chair of the Aerospace States Association going out recruiting aerospace companies to Alabama. Uh, you know, we got Space Command because of merit, not politics. We're whipping everybody in that. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we're being Colorado, <laughs> California, and they can't right. compete. I mean, their policies and, you know, what they're doing there. I mean, they're, they're right. just killing themselves. Florida's a good competitor yeah. in aerospace. Um, and then uh, Military Stability Commission, I'm chair of that. Uh, that's a big deal. We passed 22 bills to try to make us the most veteran military-friendly state in the country. And then just last session, um, legislature decided to task me with uh, – reauthorizing our incentives, um, which has been a pretty big task. And so uh, the Growing Alabama and Alabama Jobs Act, those expire in, I believe, July. And so we have to pass something next session or those, um, you know, go away. Hmm. So Right. Anyway, that's some of the stuff that we work on. Uh, so people need to, like, you pay control attention. what comes on the Senate floor and what comes up for a vote. And what I have a request. Okay. Well, somewhat on what comes up on the Senate floor. So right. I need to explain that right. process okay. in a second. Well, so, Rules. Correct. Yeah. I mean, Senator <laughs> Wagner. Right. Yeah. It was so, me for a short amount of time. Yeah. Long <laughs> okay. story. Wait, what? Nothing. I missed all that. I don't know what y'all. Okay. But so why don't you put out the special order calendar? Like, it's really hard to keep up with you and with yeah. what's happening. Okay. So can you give me 24 hours? Can I give you 24 hours on the special order calendar? Yeah. No, I don't normally have that. I mean, so. That's right, a rules so, chairman. So Bill gets introduced. Jabo, come on. Yeah, Bill gets introduced, right? Comes to our desk. You'll see okay. it. They'll introduce it. They'll hand it to the staff in front. It comes up to us. We assign it to a committee. Right. Right. And then it's going to um, go to that committee. It's going to get passed out. Then it's in position to come to the floor. And then the rules chair, the rules committee, um, will decide what bills come to the floor. I don't have any uh, input on that. And so they decide what comes and what Your happens. Your input is, comes on the front end where you can send it to a committee to die or that's not. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. And we try, you know, like we try to work. When I was the rules chairman, there was a 24-hour notice. And it absolutely can done. Yeah, just say. It drives just me say. insane. It's yeah. like really hard. And I don't know if there's some strategy, but I'm like, I can't keep up with y'all. I'll call Jabba. If you give me your information, I can get somebody on our staff to yeah. make sure they send you the special up. order calendar. <laughs> it's probably as soon, to as soon as you get we don't get many like requests on out that. of Montgomery. So we can, yeah. Well, there's a when House Bill 123 was coming up on the very last day of session, and anyway, that's when I really was like, I need a better heads up. Mm-hmm. These things, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Yeah. So, so you okay? And then, um, 
How did you learn to do? <laughs> what? It's such a funny question. How did you learn to do all the the formal talking? Like, do they send you to a class where you're like, yes, Mr. President, you may have the well. Or right. like, how do you learn that? Is there somebody that sits behind you in the beginning and is like, say this? Yeah, so I got elected. So my biggest fear on, you know, getting lieutenant governor was getting down there presiding and then not knowing the rules and yeah, looking dumb right. I mean, so I practiced for a month straight with like different senators. I had no, we role played it. Okay. And like I went through it because I learned like by doing. Okay. Right. And like, and like actually doing it instead of like just reading something like I'm okay at that. But like, I, so I just practiced. I had senators come in. I mean, Clay Schofield, Cam Ward at the time, whoever was there. Right. I just said Jabo came. I mean, whoever. Is Pappas Pappas still there? Uh, so what I, and then I hired Greg Pappas. Okay. And, um, Pat Harris. Okay. So I had the two most knowledgeable guys in the building. Right. Period. Right. That were working for me on the rules. Right. And then we just, I just studied more than I'd studied since college, mm-hmm. okay. and uh, and then just read up on everything. And because I wanted to be, you know, try to be the most knowledgeable person in the mm-hmm. in the room on that. And then I had the two guys that the secretary of the Senate, and then I hired the guy, the secretary of the House, that knows right. those two guys know more than anybody in Montgomery on the rules and the Constitution, just to make sure we did it correct. And then I practiced mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can look. But I mean, really I go pretty stupid, fast. Really you know, fast. If y'all pay attention, right. like I'm fast. Like I mean, if you notice, like, I can think fly. of someone who was lieutenant governor who didn't know what they were doing. But we're not going to talk about that on this show. No. Well, I mean, we could. <laughs> yeah, so. If you want to, we could. But, but, but no, like, it's but Will knows what he's doing. It's yes. like last time I was watching sessions. You're like just sitting there. You're not even paying attention, but you're saying all the right things in between Diet Mountain Dew sips, and I'm yeah. like, that is so <laughs> intimidating. Like I'd get up there and be like. But oh, no, it was intimidating for me, too. I okay. mean, yeah, for sure. I, that was a huge fear, and I just worked hard and studied and practiced and I'd wear know, hopefully do a good job. So right. I, I, I would tell me the things to say. But yeah, also, yeah. Yeah. that is such a timely PSA, though, for right. all those people who say, well, you have to have been there for years before right. you can get this position or that one. Right. How you about don't. you just study and figure it out? Yeah. Good point. Which is yeah. what? A few days. Amen. That's America, okay? Right. I just timely PSA. You don't have to know. <laughs> you don't Reg- regular people. You, you can just do have it. to be willing yes, to learn. Yes, they can. Right, and absolutely. Yeah. Right. And have and, and have a core a core ta-da. set of beliefs. You don't have to know all the details no. if you go by your principles. That's yeah, right. and, no, and, and that's the big challenge. I remember I was there. It was just so disappointing to see people get elected, believe one thing, and then over a certain amount of time transform into some creature that I I don't recognize. And it's good to see people who believe the same thing that they did when they started. Yeah, I think so. That- yeah, the key on that is just don't let it go to your head. I mean, if you right. notice, I don't wear like the pins. I don't right. tell people to call me Will, not mm-hmm. Governor. I mean, you know, so I just think you got to be, you know, you small stay things. Grounded. I don't, you know, like at, our, at, our, at home, right. like when I'm in Gunnersville, I don't use security for anything. Right. I mean, you know, just try to have like normal life with our kids. Like we go to ball games, just us, like, you know. And so, I mean, there's things like that, I think. And your you wife try says, to be intentional about. Take out the garbage and you're like, oh, yes, man. Yes, I mean, man. It kind of yeah, yeah. brings yeah. you back. Exactly. I know, I know, exactly. Yeah. I lived it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you are, take out the garbage. Okay, I know Why you are you got. looking at me? I know you have another list of calls. You got these questions got, you want to go through. No. Go, go. Amy Beth, you do. You what number something. are you on? We yeah, haven't even gotten any of my questions. Well, we have asked some of them. I think they're they're really good. Um, The first question I had, you both just answered, so that was that was really good Mm -hmm. because I wanted to know what happens to people when they get down there and they seem to completely change their colors and their spots, and they're like, "Who is this person that I sent down there? I don't recognize them anymore." Well, it's what we talked about. I think I think some people, some people, the money. It's like the lobbyists and the money, and I I don't know. I think some of them just get corrupt because the power is. 
I mean, I watched it. I spent a session. I'm from Knoxville, and I spent a session um, working for two representatives um, in Tennessee. And I watched as, like, one of the ones that I worked with was freshman. It was her first session. And, like, even by the end of it, and I'm working for her, I'm like, who are you? Right. And I don't know what happens. Wow. It's this weird, weird thing. But, and then I think some of them is what we were talking about where, and you, and right or wrong, it's just the way it is. Like, if you want to get things done, you you have to kind of play the game. But for people that mm -hmm. are principled and, I mean, do you not think, like, look at, look at, I don't know if I want to use names, but if you don't play the game a little bit, you don't get very far, but that doesn't mean compromising. So like, how That's do you, tough. I mean, how it, do you it, it keep really that? Is. I mean, you did it, but then you yeah, bowed out and you yeah, left us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do think you have to, pick your battles and that kind of stuff. And if you, if you have allies, and that's one of the reasons I was so disappointed. I mean, we took over the legislature in 2010, Republicans did, mm -hmm. that was before Will came, and there was just so much promise. We had all these things we had promised the voters. I mean, we, we had the votes. We could do what we wanted. Then in 14, I, I'm leaving in 14, super majorities, and you just think, <clears throat> what happened? And I think that's what was kind of jaded me was, we we could easily make all these reforms that we're still fighting about years and years and years later, um, and we didn't. So why not? Because lobbyists reengaged, money started being spent. When I was giving Will a hard time about at the start of the show, and I don't even know if it'll make the cut about, oh, well, you're the smartest, you're the greatest, you're the awesome, and he right. said something about uh, you know, fake your friends fake and friends. stuff. A lot of people that really yeah. starts going to their head, and I was serious about your wife saying take out the garbage. I mean, you got to have friends and family who are still going to give you a hard time or still going right. to aggravate you. And you're still just, you're still will or Scott or whoever. And if you don't have that and you're just, Hey, I really am smart. I really am good. Call me the honorable because people treat you differently. Right. And uh, some people just can't take that. And that's why I kind of believe that, um, you know, a lot of times you kind of want to see how people have done in that kind of position before, maybe it's not elected, maybe it's at their church, whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. how well they deal with being someone. Because yeah. if they don't pass that test at a lower level, you really don't want them to have power and influence. And just some people just can't take it. I guess that's fair. I guess we, I guess you would agree. Yeah, no, that. I, mean, I just think, uh, I think down there, I mean, you know, you get to your point, right? You get a lot of fake stuff, fact, and fake affirmation. Oh, and mm -hmm. it's all, oh, you're great. You're wonderful. That's just not reality. Right. Right. And so right. I think some people, right, it goes to their head right. and they start thinking that and that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just a trap, sin trap that people can fall into. And so, you know, I mean, I think that's yeah. certainly, to answer your question, I think definitely that's a trap a lot of people fall into. But there's still, I mean, a lot of people down there that are serving for the right yes. reasons and want mm -hmm. what's best for the state. And, um, you know, really, you know, it's just, tough to sometimes get consensus to your point because of special interest. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and in my and, vision for the future, so, and I'd love for you to weigh in on this because you said you want to you know, go as high as you can possibly mm -hmm. go in the state to, to make change for the state of Alabama. It, it's been my consensus that we've had a number of governors, Republican governors who have had every opportunity in the world to, I'm going to use a Barack Obama term just cause it works this time to fundamentally transform the way the state is run. Um, we have a lot of good old boys who decide what happens and what doesn't happen. They get incentives. Other people don't. Small businesses kind of left out. Big businesses get it. But I've always thought if we had a, if we ever had that Republican governor who says, you know what, I'm going to have the bully pulpit and I'm going to push for these reforms, whether it's school choice or whether whatever it is, where that person, because a lot of the most controversial things that I was ever able to pass 
was because the people were behind it. Mm-hmm. And because we were, I was out on radio programs, out doing things, and people were like, why aren't you for that bill to, to their legislators? And if a governor ever did that, we could see huge reform because legislators follow the people. And if the people were following the governor, we could do great things. And we've had multiple Republican governors who seem like to me, and you don't have to answer this, I'm going to say it, who just want to be governor not be that governor that can actually fix things. Yeah. So I'd love for you to weigh in on that. Yeah, my that favorite governor is Ron DeSantis because he gets things okay. done. If I ever get there, you better believe I'm going to use my uh, political capital to right. move the needle. Right. I don't want to just right. be there. I mean, right. like, let's actually have school choice. Let's cut taxes. Let's really shrink government. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, go in and transform a lot of this stuff, cut things that should have been cut. I mean, just common sense things. Yes. It's really not that hard. And I, I mean, think, you know, and you yeah. start, I mean, you know, it's just stuff like, oh, right. of course, right? right? I mean, why do we duplicate these and just get rid of regulations that are stifling? And, you know, and Alabama will thrive. I mean, yeah. and, you know, and actually shut down schools that are failing. A governor who I says, mean, hey, look, schools, I've so, seen I mean, all you Republican legislators' mail pieces that you filled up your constituents' boxes with, <laughs> and let's just pass the things y'all put on there. Yeah. I mean, right. because it, it seems like we yeah. can't do it. Can you even imagine? It'd be great. It would yeah. be great. It's like, a, it's like well, a dream. And, you know, I think relationships, to your point, how do you get stuff passed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, without compromising your beliefs. I mean, I think you've got to have good relationships. And, uh, you know, one of the best advice I got from somebody when I got elected is, hey, the person that was against you this time could be for you on your next right. bill. Don't burn a bridge. Okay, right. that's what I mean by yeah, playing right. the game. Right. It's like, I, mean, so I guess there's, there's a the negotiation like, side to it. Like, and mm-hmm. that that I think you can do and, it well, but I don't know if many can. people like, figure that out. I wasn't, I realized I was beat on the gas tax this time. Like I was dead, right? I wasn't right. for it. I mean, everybody knows that. If you look, mm-hmm. I didn't get invited to anything. Governor was mm-hmm. mad at me, you know, all that, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't for it, mm-hmm. but I knew I could go in and wage war and scream and cry, and, you know, but I was beat. I mean, right. you know, they had that yeah. thing right. pass through. And so I decided not to use my capital on that, mm-hmm. but, you know, I did use it on the, you know, abortion thing where I gaveled that through and, Mm-hmm. Ticked off every liberal in the state and, you know, gave all kind of crazy yeah. threats to my daughter and, you know, right. just nuts. But I mean, so to me, I use it on stuff, right? I mean, that's so, awful. No, it is. That's but, awful. I mean, people are just, it's just a sin issue with them. I mean, that's yeah. fine. Right. It's, I, it's what I expect. So, that's um, but yeah, I mean, so um, for me, I think relationships are key. And I think um, certainly if you look at uh, a governor like DeSantis setting the vision, mm-hmm. you know, getting the public on board using the bully pulpit to your point, and then, you know, getting legislative action behind it. That's how you move a state forward. Right. And uh, and that's certainly what I would do if I was ever given the opportunity to be there. And I try to do it in the role I'm in now, but I just don't have the same. I I have a pretty big bully pulpit. Yeah, but being being governor is is different. And And I do think that some of the what I call the good old boys or the establishment or the swamp or whatever, who, who spend a lot of their time in, in, you know, one of my favorite terms is all they're asking for is a fair advantage. Um, that if they realize they're not, they may not get their fair advantage, but they're also not going to have their legs cut out from under them where they're not the victim. Cause sometimes I think they push for what they want just to put up the walls that say, nobody's taking advantage of me. You're not, you're not going to tax me. You're not going to do whatever. If they realize it was even handed, they might be like, okay, we can we can go for if, if it's going to be level for everybody, and it just makes it all legitimately fair. Not to use a leftist term, I, I think reform is definitely possible in the state. That's encouraging. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with the right leadership. Yeah, no, and I think um, the key is, like I said, I mean, it's um, 
you know, you look at it, if you can have a governor and then you get a pro tem, you know, majority leader, you know, speaker, mm-hmm. you know, majority leader in the house. The longer this list that. goes, and then I mean, well, I mean, I, <laughs> I know, but I mean, I, uh, a lot. Of, I have an advantage. I serve with some of those people, right? And I think, you know, I think any any state is, in my opinion, okay, it's just mm-hmm. my opinion. They're dying for a leader to cast a vision and like mm-hmm. on like. In, in Alabama, like what are Alabama values, right? Cast right. that out there. Like, right. you know, I think to your point, people want change, right? They know that we don't need, you know, victory land having, you know, gambling down there, you know, with right. the whatever. I mean, you know, the slot machines that aren't slot machines, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just crazy, right? I mean, and that there's so many things we can change in our state. And, you know, when you look at it, I mean, education, you know, why can't we move the needle? You know, you look under right. Riley, we did. Mm-hmm. Alabama Reading Initiative. You know, mm-hmm. and like, how about we hold people accountable? We get rid of tenure, right? You know, right. I mean, like, do some mm-hmm. things that are going to try. I mean, I'll, I'll do right. that. That's well, it, you know, it might be was... the easiest to just go ahead and punt and go school choice. And no, I'm for that. A lot of that other stuff will I mean, just work its way out because yeah. I think there's, do? I mean, it's yeah, I think school choice, but I think also, I mean, we got to get rid of some of these bad policies that were put mm-hmm. in there under Paul Hubbard. I mean, tenure is one of it, right? I agree. We need to have more charter school options, more mm-hmm. public school options because. I don't think everybody can go to a private school. No, I mean, I know right. that's, and so we got to have a strong public school. And then we also need to stand up for, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I mean, like we need to stand up for Christian values that make sense. I mean, this stuff oh, that's going on in our schools is garbage. Oh yeah. And, I mean, they know, can, they can teach so, any secular, I'm going to use the word pagan, evil thing possible, but you come along and say, Hey, wait, well, how about, uh, you know, we just post the 10 commandments. What? They go crazy. Start well, screaming like banshees yeah, because they know they're getting their way. And and they're pretty happy about it. Well, and when you talk about you tell these stories, you what's happening in schools? You think it's some like big city, mm-hmm. you know, far away. These leftist ideologies that are coming in, and it's not. It's like right. my school, my high school, had a transgender services resource flyer sitting outside of the counselor's room. Like literally, kids didn't even have to talk to the counselor. They could come and pick up a flyer that said where you could get your name changed and where you could get mm-hmm. sex hormones and. No parent or no no counselor. You don't have to. And the only answer I mean, is, oops, that's on North Shelby that County. Yeah. Did they really say that? Right. Was that the response? We don't, oh, we don't know. It's just, it's just, no, I talked to a Shelby County board member, and he said, well, technically that was an accident. It was supposed to be inside the counselor's office, not outside Always. the counselor's office. Always, oops. And I'm right. like, that still doesn't make me feel better. I feel like that's a family issue. You know, right. parental rights right. are really. But I promise you that you know, they'll know if the Gideons were outside Handing out Bibles. <laughs> they will know that in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. That might stand out. Yeah. Okay. We're running out of time because you have to, but, and I have so much, it's always me. I have so much more I want to get to. Okay. W- originally when I said we need to have Will on, I don't think I said that. I said, I think I said Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth on, but you said call you Will. No. Um, we were talking about like a legislative preview, like what yeah. we might see because mm-hmm. it's a new quadrinium. We can do that changing. next time. No, no, no. We, he can tell us. Why can't he we might have not him back? He, like, come he back. might be like, he I'm done. He likes me this and is Amy it. Beth. <laughs> I like all of y'all. I, I, I've enjoyed being here. So, okay. Allison, don't believe me. I like I you too. So, yeah. You all's good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so don't talk about any of these things? No, no we're going to do a lightning round. You ready? Okay. Sure. Okay. These are things that I Love think. It. You go, girl. Yeah. I don't know if we have time to play this or that, though. But it's okay. I like lightning rounds. Okay. So, lightning round. Um... These are things that I think we might see in 2023. This is a good one to start with. Do you think the abortion bill will be revisited? I support it as is. I mean, I'm not okay. changing it. And he so. has a gavel. 
But that. But we didn't tell the rules, Jeremy. But <laughs> yeah. we'll call Jabba. And I understand. But I know that's your position. Are you hearing that it's? Oh, I'm sure there'll be people that are, you know, have more moderate opinions on that, and Democrats certainly will bring it back up. But I don't think it'll pass. Is it one of those things? We passed it. We passed it. We want to be the most life state, and oh no, we never thought Roe v. Wade would be under overturned. I mean, my position is life's a life, and um, I just think that it needs to stay the way it is. Okay. Yeah. ESG. Everybody's talking about ESG. Well, this is important because it really. Oh, I can't even, it's so wrong. ESG investing in Alabama. Like, how do you feel about that? And will Alabama continue? Well, will you support and partner with companies that like push an ESG agenda? What do you mean by support and partner? I mean, like, would you use companies that. Are you comparing it with Ron DeSantis and Florida's policy? Yeah, where kinda. they're like, hey, we're not. I mean, because. We're going to do all that. We're going to avoid some of these companies that are pushing these things. Or maybe the clear, just what, how do you yeah. feel about ESG and this whole environmental, social governance, kind of social credit score? And especially in terms of companies, you know, taxpayer money could be going to fund these companies that really are working against conservative values. Yeah, I mean, I'm not for that. I mean, yeah. I think that's insane. So I think obviously looking at, I mean, part of, I think my job is to look at what other states have done, look at what Governor Sanders, other conservative governors have done, what, you know, and I mean, fortunately we have some, you know, I'm part of RLGA. Republican Lieutenant Governors Association. Oh, Sorry, okay. I'm using that. Um, but, and, you know, we find out, like, you know, like we got a policy from him dealing with, um, you know, on financial literacy, right, to where every student in our state is going to be taught how to balance a checkbook, right? And, and that came straight from them. But I think on that issue, we'd look at what they did and try to draft something similar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about the mental health services bill? What can we do about that? As far as on what do you mean? Like, well, I mean – we have the opt-in when you're above age 14, which also we, we need to revisit that. But this whole idea of mental health services being in schools and parents being kept on the outside, yes, they were supposed to opt their children in younger than 14 and then send a letter in that Allison is brilliantly written um, for kids to opt out. Well, it's really good. Um, you know, to say <laughs> I, I want to be a part of that. law against. But what, what can we do about that? Because we don't want our kids being counseled by people we don't know, or some kids I've talked to parents are like, well, but I know that my parent, my kid's teacher, I know the counselor. I'm fine with that. I'm like, yes, but what are they actually talking about? Right. And what information are they actually gathering on your kids? Right. And what right. can we do? What are they giving that? your kids? Yeah. What 14? are they giving them? Yeah. I mean, I think on that, certainly, I mean, we have the ability to amend it and put as strong a language as y'all think we need. I mean, I think okay. obviously having parents engaged and what they're taught, I support that 1000%. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have the ability, you know, to make sure that we put that language in there. I just so was I think, curious. That was that bill. I don't know where it came from. It was kind of hung out there all session and passed the house. And then the last day, that's what got me fired up about the special order calendar. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I talked to people in the rules committee that said it wasn't going to come up and then it did. And so we were scrambling and actually myself and two other people wrote the opt in portion that Senator Gavan presented that day. Because we have got to preserve parental rights. And people were mad at me, like, why do we have to opt in? It's such a pain. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I I send my kids to a specific counselor for a specific reason. I don't need some woke counselor that I don't right. know interfering with that. Now, if you want to use that, I'm all for that. Like, if a parent mm -hmm. decides that's a great thing right. for their child, yeah. I totally support that. But um, I just think it's a slippery slope. I didn't... I, 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 
was more kind of curious, like where did that, do you have any idea where that bill started? I know Ledbetter sponsored it. I just didn't know the major, I think it was just a federal nationwide push. I can find out. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. We'll follow up about that. So what about school choice? Yeah. For it. I think uh, when you look at, and I'm for just my opinion is this, right? Every student in this state, and it would cost us about $400 million to get the students that are already in private schools, you know, is what, but I mean, if you look at, you know, the amount of growth we've had, we have 60% growth in our ETF, we can afford it. And so I think everybody would get a voucher in our state and then they decide whether they want to take their money to a public school, private school, homeschool, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, everybody pays taxes that has kids in our state. That's right. And so, you know, you should get your, you know, slice of money, right? Mm-hmm. And be able to use it where you want. And right. then that's going to create, um, obviously, competition, which we know mm-hmm. in the free market, competition works. I mean, right. and so mm-hmm. that's a no-brainer. Right. I think I agree. Something we're way behind. I mean, if people can listen to it, like we're way behind other states in this, mm-hmm. and it's killing us in education. Mm-hmm. And I would advise some of those legislators who have tough times with it, look, just bite the bullet and quit right. trying to, oh, I'm doing a little bit. You're going to get hit in the face just as hard right. every time. But you're voting. These guys are voting to, to get hit in the face 10 times. Let's just do it once. Mm-hmm. Take, take your beating from the teachers' union and move on. Do what, I mean, do, do what's like right New York for the, can have school choice. Alabama can yes, have school choice. Yes, and let's just go and ahead and do schools. it and not try to micromanage it and all that kind of stuff. Put the money in the backpacks. Send them. Yeah. Um, we're like bottom five in reading and math. What we're doing is not working, so we might as well switch it up. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, let's try something new. But would you, when after, because Del Marsh actually came out with a good, version and then they just totally screwed it up Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. one of my hesitations is the testing requirement you know that Mackie thinks he needs to test Mm -hmm. all the school the homeschoolers and to me that's just a little crack door for the government to come in in their school at all is we don't want any part of that here's the beauty though if you make them give everybody the test they're going to give homeschoolers and if the kids in the public school fail it they automatically fail they will never come up with the test wait does that that make sense that's funny. The test that they want to give the homeschoolers. Yeah. If the legislature says that's fine, we'll do that, but we'll also give that exact same test to the kids in the public schools. Oh, you're saying the public school kids would fail it? Yes. Or it'll be so easy that everybody will pass it. They'll just they'll never get it done. They it'll won't because it took them so around. long with the homeschool when Will was with homeschooled and was playing sports. Right. They never quite got that done. Right. Now I'm saying that with a daughter they're just, who's they're trying at Oak Mountain, for, and I'm right. very. She is right. very happy with right. her classes and her teaching, and she's learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recognize though that not everybody is in that situation. Right. Um, but we only take school year by year. We never commit to anything all the way through. Right. We're like, and we I think, will evaluate I think, I think the in point the beginning is they and just in January. Be unfair sometimes with homeschoolers and say, oh, they we got to make sure that that, that homeschool family is doing the right things. And I get that. But let's just have let's have that same accountability hey, for everyone. They even you know? wanted to check in on some homeschool when we were coming through. They wanted to come to their house and check in to make sure that they were following the rules. Like right. weird stuff was happening years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's got to stop too. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, my thoughts on that parents are in charge. They're going to know what's best and right. they want to homeschool them and all that. Let them have at it. You know, right. I mean, that's, and that's like really to your point. We're, I, mean, I mean, is it going to be worse? It, it, I don't think our so. Our outcomes aren't going to be worse if we try yeah. something new. Yeah. It's hard to. Let's try. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I'm with you. And that's look. And let me say this: I think it is a tool, but it's not the only one. I mean, we, right. it is certainly going to improve. But then we've got to do a better job of getting teachers like properly Absolutely. prepared. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. You know, I could write like 
20 things, right, we need to do right. for real that would make a difference yeah. in our state. And right. so, but that is probably right now my number one thing I'd like to try to get done. You think we'll see again this session? I think it'll get brought up. I think it's going to have a hard time passing. Dang it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just being, I mean, being right. honest. I don't, right. you know, so. Uh, no, you're right. You're okay, that right means that. that we need to get mouthy. Hold on, I'm not done. Don't go. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go. Go. Okay. Two minutes. Okay, okay, okay. I thought okay. you were lightning around. You're like the slowest lightning person I've ever seen. Okay. It's like the limping round. This is you in front of the gas tank mm -hmm. uh -huh. on Instagram. Yes. Or your yeah, the gas pump. Like you realize that we can suspend that gas tax. Has a legislator slater ever thought about that? Yeah. You think no. maybe they will? I think it's possible. You're talking about using the uh, just suspend it period, or you're talking about using either one, just like helping the people out a little bit. Be nice. Like even yeah. you weren't happy. And, well, yeah, I, and I, it's like, it's, we're, we're paying like New York prices for gas. Yeah, but the legislature will say, oh, we're used to it now. Nobody's whining about it now. That's what they'll say. Some of them will. Will won't. Well, I mean, I think there's, I mean, no, I'll say this. I do think there's a movement to cut taxes in Alabama. Every for sure. state around I mean, because, us is just, I mean, Mississippi yeah. is beating so, us in the tax cut. I do think you'll see some, I mean, we had like, like last time we got rid of the business, I mean, the personal uh, property tax minimum threshold raised it to 40000 It helps every small business, right? That mm -hmm. was big. Got rid of the um, um, business privilege tax, which I've always thought was crazy. That was like $100. Right. I know, but still, it was a big number statewide because yeah. all the businesses have to get it. Every little um, business. But we have know, a I'm surplus. Saying, I mean, we, we're sitting no, on no, a ton I, of money. And I think what you're going to hear from me, I can't speak for other people, is that you know we have this extra money. All right, we also need to be smart about we're probably going into right. a recession thanks to Biden. And mm -hmm. him totally crashing our economy. So we need to be smart and put money back, which they did through Proration Prevention Act. But mm -hmm. we need to, we could see, you know, not the same growth we're used to. And so I'm for, you know, cutting taxes, giving money back to people and figuring out wherever that is. Because I think that's just what's needed is the people's money, not government. And when we have a surplus, my opinion is you give that back to people. You mm -hmm. don't grow government. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just kind of how I've always felt. I, we're, we're just going to have to be done. We got to finish. Okay. I do have an outside the box idea for when uh, when people give taxes back, because conservatives are real bad to say sometimes, "Hey, look, will we will you give them back to the people who paid them?" And that makes perfect sense. But there is the idea out there that you give them back to everybody. Like, say, there's four hundred million left over. You give, you send everybody a check, even the people who didn't pay, and you say, "Oh, by the way, if we raise taxes, this money goes away. You won't be getting this check next time." Where people be like, hey, I'm getting that check. Are you kidding? I'm not voting to raise taxes. Mm. I would take that plan in a heartbeat. But what we do is we give it back to people who paid it, and then millions of Alabamians go, I want to raise taxes so I can get something. Mm. So I can get something for free. We'll give it back on a per capita basis okay. and then make people have an incentive not to raise taxes on other folks. So it's just a just a novel idea. But yeah. you're here and you're the lieutenant governor, so I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I will saying. say this. Just I did want to tell you one bill we passed last session that I think mm -hmm. will help change Alabama on the unemployment side. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of people that got on unemployment just, you know, uh, because one, they didn't like to work. COVID, mm -hmm. like, made that just explode. And so mm -hmm. everybody got used to just sitting, you know, at home, drawing right. a check. And so, and listening to the business, we found out that people were drawing unemployment. You apply one time. You didn't have to show up for the interview. You know, you didn't have to call and say you couldn't be there. And then mm -hmm. they met the requirements. We changed that. 
and this was something that came out of our small business commission where you have to apply three times and provide evidence to the department of labor you're actually looking for a job and the idea is that you're able-bodied and can work get to work right, right. like right you know, quit that's good drawing a check. Imagine and so, that. Mm-hmm. you know because what's happened is like oh unemployment numbers are low well yeah because you know they've dropped off the unemployment roll and they're just sitting there right and right. so i mean we want to get that population which is a lot you know mm-hmm. off of government dependence and back working because that's what Made America, you know, America, right? right? Exactly. I'm so, so I'm glad with you. you said that because yeah. when Kay Ivey says that unemployment's at a record low, yeah. I'm like, it's kind of like the you have six felonies. It's true, but there's a but whole backstory to it. What is the what it is the other me. group? What are they called? It's not not working, but there's unemployment. The unemployment rate, and then there's the jobless rate. Is that it? Um, is it jobless rate? No, that's not what you're looking for. Uh, it's a blank. different category. Um, I can never remember. It's one of those things that doesn't it doesn't register. Yeah, so I'll text but, you in a minute. But the people who yeah, just aren't even like, I can picture people like, who aren't uh, trying to work. I was like, yeah. the the losers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, you're so judgmental. I mean, that's usually my role. I I can't believe I said that. I know, but that's mm-hmm. what I I'm like. You, it feels good to do a job. It like does. we were made yeah. to work. We were made to Amen. create and do something. And I'm like. It's like I watch it with my kids when they accomplish something. And so I think it was it was a mental health. Wait, we had, don't, where did our camera go? They're all here. They're here. They're working. <laughs> so oh. fancy. I not seeing anything. Um, have you been here the whole time? I have, but I haven't looked that way. In, straight in front of us. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. Got I've been really engaged in the conversation. <laughs> okay. Explains a lot. Anyway, okay. I think mental health is better when people work and you have something that gets you up in the morning, gets you going. That's, That's right. what I was thinking. Very good. Yeah. It's surprising. Well, we want to give you the last yeah. word. I do want to thank you for being with us. <laughs> Allison will talk for two or three more hours. So we didn't get anything to you want to say last. Either. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been very fortunate in Alabama. You know, we um, because we got people back to work safely, our economy mm-hmm. is, you know, flourished. We've been very blessed. We had record growth in ETF, record mm-hmm. growth in the general fund. And there's a lot of people and businesses that are moving to our state because we have low taxes. We have a great quality of life. Right. We're a conservative state. And what's interesting, those people that are moving here they're conservatives and they're sick of what's going on in their state and they're fleeing these other states. I mean, just in Gunnersville, there's people moving from Colorado, Nevada, Ohio, right. Pennsylvania, right? So they're not going to ruin it when they get here. They're, right. I mean, so solid. You know, okay. I mean, at least Feel the ones I've met that. seem to be pretty good conservatives. They, right. they like our values. So, you know, I message people in Alabama. I'm bullish on Alabama and feel mm-hmm. good about our future. But there's real problems we've got to solve to continue to be the best state. And that's my goal. I mean, right. and um, it's just to continue to work with everybody. And I want to make sure everybody knows this, right? You know, people expect since I'm in, you know, politics that I, you know, have an answer for everything. I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. I, it's not possible. So, I mean, we want to hear from people of Alabama. What are the best ideas and solutions? But I promise you this. If you call our office, you'll get a call back. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come up with an idea, we'll run it down and see if it's going to make our state better. And that's why I'm doing it. And then, you know, and then I'll pass the torch to somebody else. Maybe Amy Beth or Allison or get Scott back involved. And, you know, Heaven because forbid. I think, Be you know. But, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we want to hear everybody's ideas, your listeners out there, and what we can mm-hmm. do to improve our state. And I promise you this. If you got a good idea, we'll – you know, try to make it reality. Right. Very so, good. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Amy Makes Beth. Makes you want to say, Al of freaking Bama. Yeah. 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 There's so much potential. We We're like song. the most conservative, conservative, conservative. We just need to find the... We just need to do what we keep saying we we're say. for. Right. That's right. If we did what we said we were going to do, we would be so good. Very good. Amen. Yeah, Don't say anything yeah. else. I agree with you. Fine. Amen. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's all for us. We appreciate Will Ainsworth, the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Alabama, being with us. Amy Beth, thank you for being on. Allison, are you thank, sure? Thank no, you. Even thank you for being on. <laughs> and signing off for me, Scott Beeson. Y'all have a great week and see y'all. <laughs>